2: Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.
3: Yeah, that's right.
1: We're glad you could join us. It's time to sit back, get comfortable, talk about some weird stuff just chill for a while. Welcome to After Hours with the Rise Guys. Here's Madman at nine.
3: Yes, sir. Jimmy Jack Jackie. Boo. How it is? It's good. It is good. It is episode 12.
1: It is. That means it's uh, three months in.
3: Uh, Boy, you're right.
1: We've been doing After Hours with the Rise Guys for three entire months.
3: Yes. I'm Matt Mann. He is nine. Yeah, welcome. One thing I will tell, I have to constantly forget and I often have to remind myself that After Hours with the Rise Guys, sometimes an entirely different audience.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people who probably don't get a chance to listen to the other show. Might check out the podcast. Maybe not.
3: Yeah, we have a morning show, too. But this is, After Hours is a, a national you know radio.com uh podcast mm-hmm. um so we have to remind people of that so i'm matt Man, he has nine but oftentimes i will call him jimmy jimmy jack jackie a uh, sweet baby james even
1: yeah we all have names and uh, Mattman can be matthew true and matthew can be Mattman. that's pretty much it yeah Whereas what i call him thank you <laughs> keep it simple uh it, ish I-
3: I will say this, just like I did uh, last episode, if you're listening to this podcast and you enjoy it, please tell a friend. We're not asking you to Patreon us. We're not asking you to uh, uh, buy anything. We
1: don't even have an OnlyFans.
3: Uh-uh. uh No. No. We didn't get an invite. No. We can't give those away. Just tell somebody. Put it on your Twitter, uh, whatever. Tweet it out. Retweet it. All that stuff. Just share the word if you would.
1: Yep. Tell people, if you like it, tell them. If you don't like it, keep your damn mouth shut. Please. Thank you.
3: I want to say what's up to Justin (laughs) Harmon. Justin uh, said on Instagram, Adam Matthew, uh, been listening to After Hours Podcast. Got to say I'm a huge fan of you and Jimmy. I listen on my way home from work every morning. Thanks for brightening my day. Oh, thank you. You're sweet. Uh, Especially for a dude. That's right. Dudes can be very – I know some very sweet men. You were saying earlier how Josh Brolin was very handsome, and I agreed with you, and we kind of high-fived. Yeah, like the older he gets, the, the the more handsome he becomes. It's great. Fine. I don't care.
1: Same thing happened to his dad, according to my mom. What? That James Brolin was
3: more handsome as he got older. That's the weird thing about dudes is, like, the older you get, you know, like Sean Connery, handsome as James Bond, but the older he got, I my, my mother as well would say, the older he gets, uh, you know, sweeter the juice or something. Maybe not at this point there's a point where that stops but you know you like dudes in their fifties is like handsome but you know what sadly is not the same for the sixties this will sound very sexist let me finish uh it's not the same to be said for women you know and that's that sucks that is sad that's, yeah that's that's got to be very frightening yeah it, well you you know because culture- a man you look at him he's he's chiseled he's he's lived a tough hard life and then the woman she always gets the road hard put up wet gimmick culturally we value
1: different things in the attractiveness of men and women that's yeah. all that
3: is i look i look beyond that i look into the heart yeah as you should yes <laughs> you know here we sit we're taping this uh well, let me look at the calendar october 27th you may be listening to this in any time into the future
1: if you're listening to this on the 28th tell matt happy birthday
3: happy birthday to you to me. Um, We're right here before Halloween, and we've been uh, wanting to talk about our childhood Halloweens. Yeah. So welcome to not only episode 12, but the Mill Hill Halloween special. Ah, the Mill Hill Halloween special. Clap right now if you're listening to this. I can hear it. Thank you. Um, Boy, what by Mill Hill we should also address is uh, often called a village, sometimes a community where People who worked at said mill were often, in exchange for working, were giving housing. Yeah, they had... The, triple tripled the cost.
1: The same thing in, the, in a lot of mining towns um, and, oh, yes. and mill hills, mill villages, yeah. Uh, you would buy your home from the people you worked for. Um, oftentimes, it was the only way to, to, you would ever have a chance to, to own property. Sure. So you'd buy a home from them, probably pay too much for it, and they paid you in... So get this, they deduct your house what you're buying from them from your salary or your check.
3: And it was usually two or three times the going rate.
1: Yeah, and then uh, they paid you in the uh, mill script, so you'd get basically currency that they printed that you could only use at the mill store where everything was marked up a lot.
3: The only thing different from this and, like, American currency is uh, you couldn't spend mill script in other countries or even other mill villages much like you can the U.S. dollar.
1: And you couldn't take it down to Main Street and spend it. You couldn't spend it anywhere but the company store only place yeah and the mines and the mills all did the same thing which eventually led to a bunch of people all across the south and Appalach- uh, App- appalachia uh getting into this thing where they decided that it was easier just to collect government checks and cut grass for a living and sell drugs and stuff
3: if you've seen the wild and wonderful whites of west virginia then you know
1: yeah that sounded like an anti-capitalist rant i guess it kind of was but and that's it was what, that's what happened i mean it's just the truth of what happened is that completely unchecked capitalism in the mill industry and the mining industry led to a bunch of drug-addled, never-working people drawing government checks all over the South and in the mountains.
3: And then when those mill villages and communities started to to go bad... uh uh the, a lot of crime would start to happen because uh,
1: those people drawing the government checks and selling the drugs moved into the mill villages sure
3: yeah uh and then well look the the property values went way way low hey let's buy these up and uh gentrify it and clean it up and it's kind of like the process they're getting to with uh, like manhattan right now
1: yeah los yeah. angeles yeah or greenville
3: south carolina Boom. So to settle, we nine and I. What uh, what we've often pointed out is we both lived at the same mill village, Poe Mill, mm-hmm. E.W. Poe. Uh, we lived there, but not at the same time. Yeah,
1: we did. Well, we did live there, overlapping for a few years. But it was well, when did you move?
3: Uh, eighty, uh, the end of eighty six.
1: Okay, so yeah, I was born the end of eighty four. So we lived there from for about two years. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, obviously we didn't know each other because I was a child and you were like 10.
3: I would have been 11, 9. When, when
1: you moved, well, yeah, but in 85 you were 10.
3: True. Um, you were barely 11. Moved in 86, right. I have an October birthday tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we we lived there and we got to experience the, the same kind of, of culture, meaning that we didn't, uh, it, you know, it, I often feel like when we say this stuff, it sounds like we're trying to, it's like a grassroots, look at us, but... That's really what it was. We grew up in a four-room house yeah. where the income wasn't always meeting the ends, and you had to go to places like commercial credit yeah. every Friday.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, that, yeah, and I think another thing with the timeline is that uh, your earliest memories are still— now I imagine that Mill Village, Poe Mill, was probably a decent neighborhood in like the 1950s, maybe 1960s. It started to go downhill probably between the 60s and 70s. In my, in my mind, that's when it started to go down, I think. And then mainly because the people living there were getting a lot older and their health was declining
3: well that and as a child I until we moved I had no idea what because we didn't go outside that area Yeah, I mean look Berea was upper class when I lived at Fono. absolutely was man yeah and now yeah. much has changed much has changed yeah good food in Berea though Wonderful Great, food truck,
1: best food in the world.
3: Wonderful food truck. Where trucks. you
1: go get the papusas?
3: Mm hmm.
1: Mm. The uh, but but yeah. So so, <laughs> I I want to say it was a nicer neighborhood, and then it. <clears throat> pardon me, sorry. Well,
3: wow. right in the elbow. Good job.
1: Thank you. I tried to. The uh, but yeah. The uh, the thing is, I I want to say that you were around for the beginning of the the decline. Certainly. And then I saw more of the decline
3: after that. We moved because of the incoming declination yeah yeah that's a word
1: yeah i mean you can see the decline on the, on the horizon so you went ahead and moved and then i was there for a little while after
3: as it declined further well i'll tell you what it was we were a smack dab beside an apartment complex that is the same apartment complex that my mother and father lived in when they first married my grandmother lived there at one point too crestview apartment yep. so they, it was decided they were going to turn it into government housing my dad saw that the mill had closed uh i don't know if they had uh burned it down or if it the Whatever happened.
1: It burned down much later. But yeah, the mill was closed and then operational and then
3: closed. And then parts Mat- of it were opened up for certain things. Mattress factory was like it was going to close. Yeah. Piedmont shirt was closing. Mattress factory moved to Piedmont. So my dad, who was not like a business savvy guy or a real estate guy by any means, saw the writing on the wall that, okay, the property value is going to go down. This is the first home we've ever owned. Let's get out while we can because the property value is going to go down and crime's going to go up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
3: And he was right. And he was right.
1: So you you got out, but yeah, it was. It it seemed like the like the last gasp of like that kind of community. because, man, the, the, those mill villages and stuff were very communal. Uh, it was a real strong community just within that neighborhood. There were
3: community grocery
1: stores. Yeah, and the neighborhood, by the way, it's it isn't very big. I couldn't tell you how many houses there are, but uh, you have streets uh, one through seven, mm-hmm. and you have A, B, C, and D, and that encompasses the mill village. Yeah. The
3: and, D, they took the D away and now it's Shaw. And yeah, and each
1: uh, each street is about three four blocks long. Nine, I, want I used to say
3: three blocks. Nine, I used to live on D. Yeah, I lived on D Street. You did. You grew up on D in a different time, and you were on Fourth, Fourth and C, Fourth and C, and I was on uh, D and Third. Yeah, Third and D. Yeah, <laughs> Fourth and C, Third and D. Yeah, yeah.
1: Wow. So I also renumbered all the houses over there. My home, uh, my, the house I grew up in, used to be number thirty. Now it has a different number.
3: Mine's mine's not even there anymore. They they started them over
1: at like 100 down the way. So yeah, now it has a much higher number. Apparently that's fancier.
3: Yeah, my mom and dad uh, at the, at this time they worked at a textile mill that is obviously now closed. Still Heddle. Um, I don't know if you want to go into where I'm. I'm just trying to paint the picture of where the finance financial situation was at before we go into our childhood. Halloween costumes and how they came to be.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we we can do that. Your parents were working in the mill. My dad was, uh, I think, it, it, when part of this he would have been delivering Avon, driving a taxi, um, trying to run a, a little diner restaurant, off and on, doing stuff like that. That's the kind of stuff. He was he was uh, during my younger years. He was also a janitor. He worked for Swisher, servicing like bathrooms and stuff. Yeah. I remember that because I'd go with him sometime and I'd play the, uh, the the Wrestlefest arcade game at a bowling alley in Spartanburg. And uh, at one point, he drove a street sweeper. So those kinds of jobs my dad did. He never stuck at anything for too long, though, before he'd get bored and do something else.
3: We both are uh, sons of janitors. Yeah. Because that's how my dad ended up. uh, That's what, after he got let go from the textile mill, he started his own janitorial company and then went the way of a CEO's life and hired other people to do it. Yeah. Yeah. so there's, oh. a, there's a well, little. the the parallels are often scary. It is with it, you and I. It's
1: unusual. And then my mother was just so I think she was a, an LPN at that point, a licensed practical nurse, mm. and just finishing up uh, getting her RN and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but then she started making decent money, but we still never had money.
3: Well, you eventually moved to Barria. Yeah. In yeah. the
1: nice part. Yeah. Her. Yeah, nicer part. Nicer. Then it's still, that neighborhood's
3: still decent now. Good Italian food within walking distance. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah, For yeah, sure. The pizzeria. But, yeah, that's just a little Mill Hill portrait for you to kind of set the time and the place. I mean, these mill houses are, I mean, it's hard to describe how they are. They're very simply constructed, very simply designed. They're all kind of tight together. Everybody has a little yard. Um, I mean, if you just Google image search Mill Hill or Mill Village, you'll get a very good idea because they all pretty much look the same coast to coast. Yeah yeah same style of but house some of them are two stories some of them are one
3: story but not like subdivision uh plant homes are now where they all look the same and they all have tiny yards these were well-built homes and some bitches are built to last
1: they're all over 100 years old now and they're still standing there and they have not been taken care of at all no way most
3: of them no um so i'll, I'll tell you my I, i've seen pictures and we draw our memories off of photos but true memories not based off photos um with with my Halloween, mm-hmm. uh, Halloween was a huge deal in the eighties. Absolutely,
1: and and the nineties too. But it started to, it started to kind of recede in the nineties. In my childhood, it got it seemed to be less than it was when I was a little bitty kid. And that, I know you say, well, that's just because you were getting older. But no, I think it's more than that. Looking back, it wasn't as big a deal in like the late nineties as it was before that. I don't know why, but it seemed like it wasn't as big a deal.
3: Hmm. I wonder what the timeline is on that because... uh, I always
1: loved Halloween. That's why I think I noticed it not being as big a deal because I
3: always loved it so much. I was going to say, did you have the rumors about the apples with the razors? Oh, of course, of course.
1: My mom was always looking for razor blades and and syringes and all the candy.
3: Yeah. Well, okay. So the the first memory I have, and I had the memory prior to my mother even finding the photos. They were thought to be lost. I have an extreme... Not a, a... Fear, anxiety, phobia, whatever you want to call it, of uh, of clowns. Mm-hmm. It's it's attributed, I attributed it to um, dreams I had as a child. I, I attribute it to the border that my childhood bedroom that was decorated with that I was, I slept in by myself for the first time and I looked up and saw clowns. Yep. It was that point in your life where you didn't know what you necessarily wanted to be, so your mom just picked something for you to be. Yeah. So- Lo and behold, I'm a clown. And my mom, you know, I don't know what the availability of uh, availability of face paint was then. I, I want to think in my mind. It was that like tiny little palette. you that could was it.
1: I want to think in my mind there was always someplace to get grease paint because think about all the, the party clowns and clowns who were working back then. They had to be getting grease paint from somewhere cuz there were the a lot clowns. there were a lot of like birthday party clowns and stuff back then and clowns at events around town there were always local clowns so somebody had to be selling grease paint well plus there were always places like costume curio or some kind of costume shop oh, in town yeah. that would definitely have That's it. the
3: one up uh, up on Lawrence, right? Yeah. Been there forever and, yeah. And
1: there are always places that would have you know always places that would need stuff like like stage makeup for theaters and stuff so there's always going to yeah. be a place in every decent sized town that's going to be selling grease paint for for
3: face paint well in in plus even at kmart around christmas or christmas halloween they would have that that little palette that have little tiny little that stuff
1: sucked it was worthless awful 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 stuff y'all got much better stuff these days
3: so i have the the the, the, the face paint on but the the wig that my mom got me you remember the rainbow wigs they were the curly clown wigs the they standard were clown wig rainbow that's what I I think that I wanted. Yeah. But I, Michael Myers looking little fella. I got this. She got me this thing that it's a almost looks like Bozo the Clown hair, mm-hmm. where it makes me look like I'm balding already. Yeah. And then it it comes down over the nose, and it would cut. It was a red ball over the nose. Yeah. And then my face was it's like kind a of half like, mask, very almost like a Batman hood. Or whatever you want to call it. Kind of like you were wearing Venetian eye goggles. Very, very strange. And then (laughs) I can remember, I vividly remember watching my mother sew my clown costume. Mm -hmm. And she's going to be on the show soon. I'll find out. But I, I vividly remember they were made out of curtains. Yeah. I, I, I could be making that up in my head. I may have— That would be the print, that or an old person's couch. I may have heard my grandpa say, did you make him out of curtains? My God. but It would have been one
1: of those 60s, 70s era couches that all the grandparents had when I was a little kid where they're all this like yellow
3: flowered fabric. There you go. There's the photo.
1: Oh, uh, it looks like curtains. And you dude, it's like I mean, it's
3: straight up Michael Myers waiting on his parents to get home after he killed his sister. I'm sitting there, I'm bored to death. I look scared. I'm wearing my brogans and I don't have some kind of cool pumpkin to carry around to get my candy. I don't have a personalized Barbie bag or you don't Paw have a Paul Trevor. I don't ha- I have a brown garbage bag. Yep. Or a brown uh, grocery a, a bag. A paper
1: bag. You have a, one of the big grocery-sized paper bags. Like you'd carry around a bunch of baguettes in.
3: And it, no wonder I'm fat. No wonder I'm diabetic. That's look at huge, all that the candy. The bag's
1: big as you are, man. The bag is as tall as you're sitting down, and it's beside you, but the bag is as tall as you are seated.
3: I got hair like Larry Fine. You do.
1: You look like one of the Three Stooges. Thank you. Larry Fine, to be specific.
3: Yeah. My God, man. That right there, while I appreciate... That's one thing I will say about my mother. Not mm-hmm. just one thing, but... When it came, but she had that flair for creativity. of you know, if that's what my if that if that's what my baby wants to be, then we're gonna make it.
1: Yeah, well, you know that was good about moms back then. Plus, they knew how to do that kind of stuff. I don't know many people nowadays who are really good at sewing and stuff like that. But back then, everybody could sew because they grew up having to sew to have something to wear.
3: That was the only job she had. Yeah, <laughs> was my mom sewing.
1: made me a, a Dracula cape, one of my first Halloween memories, because I wanted to be a vampire, and I had the little. Eddie Munster looking stupid fuzzy uh, wig.
3: Widow's feet. He hey,
1: this is a vampire wig, or you could be the wolfman and wear this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it just was an all-purpose. Which she made the cape out of? Uh, just fabric, oh. but it had the red inside and the black outside. Wow. it you had know, the red lining and oh, the yes. black cape. Yeah, so it was like that, and it tied around the neck. It actually had a, a button, like a clasp around the neck, so it was a decent cape. It was a good little cape.
3: Regular belly
1: Lugosi. Yeah, so I was out there, a <laughs> little, little chubby little vampire with Eddie Munster's hair cut on.
3: That's wonderful.
1: Yeah, so that was one of my first ones, man. I mean, it was just, it was fun trick or treating, and usually, uh, I would have a, a a pumpkin until I got older and realized, wait a minute, I'm getting way too much candy. I got a
3: pillowcase. The pumpkins were, they were, you know, if you get especially smarties, they're very, uh, they take a lot of room. The bit of hunts yeah. with the sticks. Yeah. I'd always break off the sticks so I'd have more availability in the, the basket.
1: Yeah, and one one year I remember having the There's a gas station chain around here called Little Cricket Dummy. Dummy. That was always their jingle. Little Cricket Dummy. Dummy. Um, but they, they used to give out Halloween bags and I'd always have some of their bags and I'd always have multiple bags because the good thing is their bags were decent size but not huge. Mm-hmm. And what you would do is you would get that bag and you'd get it plum slapped full of candy. Well then you'd go like put it away in a car or something, whoever's car it is, and then you go with an empty bag so it don't look like you're getting greedy.
3: See that's the thing of today. The 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 bussing in of yeah. residences from other neighborhoods will come in. And I will see them actively go to the car and dump the bags. I used to. Yeah. And then, all of a sudden, a month later, you will go to certain trading posts and lots where they think they're selling things, and there will be snack size musketeers for a quarter. Absolutely. Bowls and bowls of them. Yeah, I used to do that. We used to
1: in <laughs> the '90s. Yeah, when and, and the yeah we would leave the Mill Hill. Because you'd go up over off North Main Street, which is a few blocks away, or up off the like uh, the, the the not the uh, the Hampton Avenue area, which is again mm-hmm. a few blocks away, and big money houses like big beautiful homes from the turn of the 20th century type stuff, and those people would give out good candy. As at this point in the 90s, the only things you ever got in Poe Mill were uh, the the old lady strawberry candies, which are delicious they the strawberry candies and the, the wrapping oh, yeah, paper looks oh, like strawberries. Or you'd get those uh, those peanut butter things in the black and orange wrapping
3: paper. Yeah, or the uh, Mary uh, something Mary's. So the Mary Jane's.
1: Mary Jane's. The, the little pinstripe. The yes. peanut butter bars. The pinstripe peanut That's, butter bars. And the Mary Jane's. A, I remember. That. You'd get old people candy. Like stuff you get at Cracker Barrel now. You'd get like sugar daddies that just stick to your teeth real bad. Butterscotches. Butterscotch yeah. hard candy. Peppermints. And the green the, the, the green spearmint peppermints too. they just... Old people candy in Poe Mill, but you go over here, and they're giving, like, Hershey bars and Crunch bars and Butterfingers Tell me
3: and if I'm, M&Ms. Tell me if I'm really old or if my parents were really poor, that one year we had a really uh, uh, overpopulated Halloween, let's say, at Poe Mill, and mm-hmm. we ran out of candy. While Halloween is still in progress, yeah. and my dad runs into uh, the, where, I don't know what room it was, probably the bedroom, and got a roll of nickels. Mm-hmm. And started passing out literal nickels, five cent coins. What he had? Can you imagine. But back then, though, God, it sounds like I'm talking about the 30s. Back then, but, nickel was a piece of candy, well, a little butterscotch. One. I know. That's what I was trying to say is the yeah. the five cent coin. But uh, yeah, they, it was. You didn't just turn the porch light off. You had to have something to give away to these poor kids. Yeah. Whose it's... mothers, likely just their mothers, made that costume for them. Yeah. No matter what they wanted to be.
1: Yeah, exactly. Man, it was just... But yeah, you, so that's why that's why we would leave. I imagine in the 80s it was probably a little better. Um, it was. It, it definitely was because it was my first few Halloweens. I stayed in Poe and I got some decent candy. Mm-hmm. But then after that, we had to branch out in order to get good candy and be fat.
3: This is pre-trunk and treats, or trunk or treats, too.
1: Yeah, there were no trunk or treats back then. It was just going around the neighborhoods like you see in now old movies. Wow.
3: That's so odd.
1: It's really weird, man. But it used to be so cool about halloween because it's become so homogenized and sterilized and now everybody's very tightly supervised by a group of parents throughout and it's just (laughs) we have to coordinate this in the minivans and the suvs back then hell no it was just a bunch of kids out running wild in mass collecting candy on a sugar high for days
3: you'd let them loose and you'd say you better get back or jason's gonna get you yeah pretty much michael michael myers gonna get you yeah. Jason, that wouldn't apply then. Jason, That's never just, thought about that. Jason but, was around. He only came around on the thirteenth. Well, he's still he's scary though. Yeah, I know, but I we we were watching Caitlin and I were watching Friday Thirteenth Part Six the other night. Jason lives, mm-hmm. and I she said this isn't even a Halloween movie. I was like, well, of course it is. She's like, well, he only ha- comes around on the thirteenth, and I was like, hmm, never thought about that.
1: He's around other days, is he? If you know the timeline, he's around on other days. I don't because the the timeline of parts two through four is a span of about five days
3: and i think part- are you west craven in disguise right now how do you know all this information john carpenter i'm
1: frank mancuso the third i don't even know what that means you look him up i bet he could make a pizza yes yeah, he was involved in those films
3: wow i'm sean s cunningham jr um so yeah different time
0: all that stuff this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what
2: Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
3: It's it, it, When I started to learn that I could say, yeah, I want to be this, and it became this challenge for my mom to make it happen. I don't know if it was so self-serving to her to make my dreams come true or if it was just like a goal or a task for her, to, for her own personal benefit, Well then
1: They want you to have fun and enjoy it, and they want you to look good and be happy with it, but they also take a lot of pride in it themselves. Because They're...
3: the other mothers are going to say, where'd you buy that at? Yeah. I didn't. I, I made, made it, that. bitch. Yeah. Or my mom wouldn't say bitch. Yeah. Huzzy.
1: I made it, so be.
3: Yeah, backslider.
1: You PO'd at me now because I made this.
3: I wanted to be Michael Jackson. I wanted to be what was then known as, the, he was just the prince of pop before mm-hmm. he became the king. This is, uh, you know, this was in the height of it. This is when you picture Michael Jackson on the, the front of uh, of the album, uh, That you open it up, there he is with the tiger. This is Michael Jackson in the uh, pastel yellow cardigan.
1: Okay, is this pre-thriller? Or around thriller? This is
3: Thriller. Okay. This thriller, is thriller. Ja- oh, thriller Michael, okay. Thriller Michael, but you know... the okay. Thriller did. came out in 83? You know, 83, 84, yeah. maybe 83. you got to remember, too, that wasn't the time when instantaneously the nation found out about music and it became a fad all at once like it is now. That's back when there was a mainstream, for one. There was a mainstream, but the stream didn't always come to South Carolina. It took longer to get
1: here. Unless yeah. you
3: watched band American Bandstand or Solid Gold, you were not fully aware of the trends until they were maybe on the way out. It, yeah,
1: exactly. Or at the
3: height of with
1: fashion and music and movies and everything.
3: So, yeah, 8384. Um I wanted to be Michael Jackson. I wanted I wanted the glitter glove. I wanted I wanted the uh the jacket, you mm-hmm. know? Truly cuz I even told my mom I was like if we get the jacket, I'll continue to wear this jacket. Yeah. The 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 red one with the zippers all over. It. Yeah, Absolutely. Um because michael was uh, michael was your was your hero at that point i mean he was everybody's hero at that point
1: i imagine he was just the biggest thing in the world
3: i wanted the black penny loafers and i wanted the the glitter uh silver socks you wanted to dance like michael so and then you want to moonwalk so bad but you just couldn't do it i you know man this one of those things where as i became older i learned to do it yeah um
1: <laughs> what was your favorite michael song at this point
3: Want to be
1: certain something. Oh, hell yeah. That's still one of my favorites, yeah. that one. then Yeah, uh, it it's true. Yeah, it's a great one. Doesn't get enough credit. Everybody's just, I don't know, Billy Jean but P- PYT mm-hmm.
3: is also good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. way you make me... F- That's a great one, too, man.
3: Yeah. I, I wanted to be Michael Jackson. Um... There was innocence in all of that. Michael Jackson was. This is pre any any. This is pre him carrying Webster around with the with the you know carrying around a chimp going out with Brooke Shields. This was before all the hee hee hee. Yeah, this is right on the cusp of it. Okay. And there was no question about that. Now my dad would always joke with me about Michael Jackson. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he's you can't dance and all these different things. Yeah. Why are you doing like all yeah. this
1: stuff? My, my dad said the same things about Prince.
3: I could not. Prince
1: was getting way more action than my dad was (laughs) from women and dudes.
3: Yeah. Uh, Not probably just women. Right. I wanted to be Michael Jackson for Halloween. Um, So the the glitter glove, that was not that much of an issue. You could actually go to your Kmart and buy a Michael Jackson glove as like a souvenir. Yeah. I even had the Michael Jackson uh, notebook, Spiral notebook. Yeah. Um, so that was not that big of a, an issue. Now, the the red leather jacket with the zippers on it. That's a little harder to come by. Yeah, I Especially mean, around
1: here. I don't think we had here? a coat factory yet.
3: uh uh-uh, and you couldn't get on—well, uh, there was no internet and all that yeah. stuff, you know. So the closest I think I, I got to was uh, the socks that my mom took some Christmas garland, mm-hmm. the silver garland, and wrapped it around my ankles. I had—go uh, <laughs> go ahead.
1: I was going to ask you a question about, at the time— McAllister Square was here. Was Haywood Mall open at this point? Because I don't know when no it opened. Way. Okay, so this mm-hmm. was pretty. So Haywood Mall opened when I was a little kid, I guess.
3: Yeah, I I can't tell you the exact year that opened. I want to say like, eighty six, eighty seven. Okay,
1: I, I s- wasn't sure about. It. Okay, I
3: think. So um, you couldn't
1: go to the mall and be able to find stuff like a Michael Jackson jacket, because you probably couldn't find it at McAllister Square.
3: Or there could have been like a plastic option that was available at like a a costume curio or a real nice costume store, but it would have been way more than they would have wanted to pay.
1: But Plus, did your parents know about things like that existing? Because my parents either played dumb so they didn't have to take me there, or they just didn't know places like costume curio existed.
3: So the reason I think it may have been out of the budget was because my mom was very aware of that, having ran several successful church-based haunted houses. Oh, yeah, she would have known then, yeah. She was familiar with that stuff. Um, So I I guess it was out of the budget. So this is the way it ended. I wore sunglasses. Hmm. I wore sunglasses. Never taken them off since. Nothing was done to my hair. The jacket wasn't available. I couldn't get that cool uh, Beat It video shirt. You know, remember that? You, you, the design, I see it in my head, it was blue, it was purple, all these yeah. different colors. Couldn't get that. So I have a Michael Jackson shirt on that mm-hmm. I, the one that I wore, just Michael Jackson's face on it with his uh, signature on it, with black pants, with a Christmas garland wrapped around my waist, with, I think, my cousin's penny loafers, because we had the stuff uh, stuff in the ends of them, because they were too big for me. White socks? With the Christmas garland around the top for yes. the glitter effect. yeah. You always had to have white socks to be Michael. The glitter glove and my mom got some brown grease face paint and it didn't even clearly cover my face and ears and neck or anything. It was almost like she just put some of it on her hand and just kind of gently rubbed it about the front of my face. Yeah. It almost looked like someone pied me with a chocolate cream pie. Oh, no. It was not thorough.
1: Yeah. it's a different time in the 80s, huh?
3: It was a way different, different
1: time. world entirely. And you would have been what? How old at this point? Just roughly nine.
3: no Okay, nine years. Okay, eight or nine.
1: Okay, seems about right.
3: Yeah, and I had a really bad uh, buck tooth then, yeah. or not buck, but a gap in my teeth. Yeah. They were growing, you know, baby teeth still.
1: Yeah. So how 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 awkward does that feel now? Having worn that costume. Well, and not because he's dead or because of any of the allegations that came to light. But now, I mean, the, the most obvious thing, the, the, the grease paint
3: there was there was for for I I mean, I can say this is my point of view because it was my life and what I lived. There was there was only I wanted to emulate who was my idol at the time, who was, you know, it was no different than me going out pretending to be Batman several years later because I, I was in a Batman phase. Yeah, I wanted to be Michael Jackson. I had his shirt I wanted I told I wanted the jacket so much that I said, Buy it, I'll continue to wear it to school as my jacket jacket.
1: You wanted I mean you were trying to be Michael Jackson for Halloween. And yeah. my mom's again, my dad
3: joked with me about wanting to break dance and all that stuff, you know. Yeah. So he, he but my mom just wanted to give me what I wanted to do. And you mentioned the street names of, of Po Mill first through seventh, uh A through D. Yeah. We were on second Avenue and Something happened. I don't know that it was directly as a result of me and my costume, but there was some chaos about. In my, I, I remember being pulled to the side over with several other kids, and my mother went over to another group of people. Mm-hmm. Something happened. I was not told. You got to remember too. I was very not ever told any answers to any questions I asked. Oh like, yeah. Why is mom in the hospital? Female problems. Mm-hmm. So anytime I ever heard about. Angel's getting female problems. I thought, well, she's going to go to the hospital. She's going
1: to go to the hospital for a couple of days, yeah.
3: So, I was never told what happened. Well, the next year, who did I want to be for Halloween? I wanted to be... Tito who, Jackson. Who I was into that year. Marlon Jackson. There was a show called The AT. Freddie Jackson.
1: Oh, Dirk Benedict. You're going to be <laughs> no, face man.
3: No. Oh. There's
1: a theme here. Oh, okay. He wanted I wanted to be
3: B.A. Barack. That stands for badass. I wanted to be Mr. T. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be the guy who was... Going to be at at WrestleMania 3.
1: You wanted to pity the fool. I
3: did. I wanted to be uh, Mr. T. He was the coolest guy in the world. My costume that year was a blue jean vest, just the vest. Just the vest. No undershirt. Like Mr. T style. Cut off blue jean shorts. Mr. T style ringed uh, white socks with uh, red rings around them, pulled all the way up. Mr. T style. And Brogan's, like, work boot-looking shoes. Mr. Man, that was Mr. T's uniform. And my, gold chains. My mom got me some costume jewelry from her great aunt, who had just a sh- ton of uh, costume jewelry. <laughs> yeah. Just aunt Lucy, rest in peace. And she draped them on me. Now, there, uh, I was not given the option to wear the earrings. I was not given any facial hair like uh, Magnum. Or Magnum. Magnum TA, Mr. T had. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's something missing here. I needed to get a mohawk. You needed a mohawk, yeah. I'm not going to shave the hair and fully commit to that. I got, my mom got me a bald cap. That's mm-hmm. something you could go buy at a costume store to make you look bald.
1: Yeah, you could buy that during the Halloween season back when I, as far back as
3: I can remember. She then cut out a piece of, it wasn't felt, but it's that stuff you can buy at like Hobby Lobby and craft stores where it looks like furry cloth yeah if that makes any sense cuts out a black strip of that and super glues it to the bald cap <laughs> right down the middle there was never any discussion on why I was white Mr. T never I don't remember asking why I'm not I don't remember being told you're not going to be I and so in my mind I associate there was some kind of instance when I was Michael Jackson that led to me being My own take on Mr. T.
1: You know what, man? All right, on the Mill Hill, even that far back into the early 80s, the problem on 2nd Avenue could have been so many different redneck-ass things. Could have been so many Mill Hill probs. Could have been so many different types of Mill Hill drama not involving you. And I also have a theory that grease paint and little kids make a mess. So that might have been why the next year you were white, Mr. T.
3: You think that maybe the lesson was learned that, oh, we we put this face paint, no matter what color it was, we put it on his face and then it got all over his arms and the curtains and the... It's all over his shirt. It's seat seat all over everything. It's, seat belts, in, the, it's in the car. Everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, that could have been what it was. Yeah. And the chaos could have been, Matthew took an extra piece of candy. It could have been. It could have been anything in my mind. It could and have been anything. Mind, I've manufactured this story whereas to hmm Because I've asked my mom before... And I don't know if it's her protecting anything. I really don't think she would. I think it's, uh, it, it was, because th- at that time, it wasn't looked at in that way, at least from our point of view, or you were, it was not known. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it, 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 it wasn't. I mean, since then, obviously the world has learned a bunch of lessons and grown up in a lot of ways. Very much and so. grown and progressed so much since then mm-hmm. um, that, you know, people don't do that anymore. But in the early '80s, it was pretty common. I mean, now you see that these politicians keep or people running for office keep getting like this picture from ten years ago, or how many times have, have, have Clemson parties done that in the last few years and gotten in some hot water over it? Oh, uh, very much so. Something Canadian that
3: had, prime ministers.
1: Really, I would say in the last twenty years we've decided no, that's not cool. And we shouldn't do that anymore because that's that's kind of messed up. Yeah. But in the early '80s, it was not commonplace.
3: And it yeah, and it was not that it should have been, but it was right. That's, so when I look back at those, do I kind of like, you know, whatever? But, yeah, I kind of do. But I also know the innocence involved with it not only on my part but my mom's like i know how my mom feels in her heart about stuff and never would she have ever done anything
1: yeah plus just like you said you're a little kid and you you wanted you wanted to be michael jackson because he's the coolest dude in the entire world by far
3: absolutely just like i wanted to be turbo from breaking
1: yeah Yeah, (laughs) i wanted to be a vampire because vampires were cool to me man
3: but the, the that's you know that was my mom like no matter what it was i could say you know uh, she would say okay we're gonna make that costume happen and if i can't go buy it i'm gonna make it yeah and that is like that that's something that's totally lost now because oh you want to be paw patrol oh my god uh halloween is in uh four days oh god thank god for prime it'll be here in two yeah you'll be whatever you want to be and i'll put it on the credit card
1: no as i as i recall being a kid it seemed like
3: are you comfy by the way no quite
1: quite (laughs) Are, are my balls hanging out
3: are oh, you good you just like laid up yeah i just got you? my leg up very comfortable good. in here just
1: lean back in my chair i just want to make sure i'm not like, hanging out my pants oh. but uh <laughs> yeah. Um I, I remember being a kid it seemed like every holiday and halloween included which was again one of my absolute favorites up there with anyone involving food and christmas because presents um i mean every little kid loves christmas and halloween i think or they should and easter because again all you do is eat mm-hmm. but uh it seemed like the first Few years of my life, up till I was four or five, my dad never really cared about that stuff, and at all, ever in any way. Not no. even when it was like me in a costume; he didn't give a damn. He didn't care. He couldn't, couldn't give a shit. Same with same with mine. He didn't give a shit less. Yeah, he same didn't with care mine. Care at all. But uh, my, my mom cared till we'd done it a couple times, Then she just got yeah, okay, we've done that, and I'm done with it now. That's
3: the what, cuteness wears off of that.
1: Yeah, like, I only went to see Santa Claus maybe till I was. Three or four years old, never again after that. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like a lot of kids go years later than that. Um, and then the, Halloween, the first two or three, boo in the zoo or the, the newly opened Haywood Mall, went there for trick or treat once, yeah. stuff like that, you know. And, and then after that, after like five or six, just kind of on my own in the neighborhood or riding around with somebody else's parents to go to a nicer neighborhood and get better candy. <laughs> so that was just kind of how it was. But yeah, it was just kind of, but yeah, those first few, like my mom made me the vampire cape, right? Yeah. And I remember that Halloween running around, and there was, ah, uh, oh, on First Avenue, one of the Westmorelands lived down there. I don't remember which one. He's he's passed away since. Taller guy. And he kind of had this lurch, undead kind of look to him. So I walked up his tall front steps out front, and I look up. I was terrified of this big, tall, pale man standing there wanting to give me candy for free. Really? Yeah. But, yeah, just uh, I remember that one with my mom. But then after that, man, it was just me by myself with my friends or with their parents and stuff my parents were never really involved in anything after I was about 5 really no kid after 5 yeah like christmas i'd go off with my uh, with my grandparents mm-hmm. to uh, to my aunt and uncle's house parents were never there halloween go off with my friends parents were never there Dude. halloween costume like i remember one year i had a wolfman mask so i just had my regular clothes on and a wolf mask on and that was my costume
3: did So I, I guess they didn't decorate the house or do anything, carving of pumpkins?
1: Not past uh, the time I was about seven or eight. But that ended when my mom chucked the Christmas candle at my head because I was being a brat. Look, like, I'm not saying she should have, but I'm saying I probably would have too. Oh, okay. I probably would have hit me with it though. She didn't hit me. She just put a dent in the wood paneling beside my head
3: yeah see man like (laughs) Halloween even though it was uh you know we were obviously in the church and my mom worked in church and all that stuff it it was still the time where it was okay to celebrate Halloween we had this cardboard uh cutout gimmick that would hang on the front door it was a skeleton and it was uh it would shake when you know you'd open the door Mm -hmm. and it was Mr. Bones and we still have Mr. Bones oh that's awesome my mom had a ceramic pumpkin that had a candle in it we didn't even carve a pumpkin we had a ceramic one yeah it was lit and that was like it was the the sign, but now it's it's uh it's you're either all frou frou with Halloween decorations or you're like straight up like hardcore with it. There's no in between with it. Yeah. You either bought it at Target or you made that son of a bitch.
1: Pretty much. There's not much in between. Yeah. <laughs> you're either just the, the... Yeah, a lot of people are all in on Halloween decorations. And We had a few things back then. I remember being a little like the again from the first few years. Yeah, it'd be like some little ghosts you could put in the windows and just little Halloween decorations like that. Because back then, people who went all out on Halloween, they couldn't go buy the the giant nine foot tall Home Depot skeleton. You know, they no. didn't exist. The only ones you could buy were really crappy. So if you had good ones, you made them and you put a lot of work into that.
3: Yeah. I mean, we had window units for AC. We had kerosene heaters to keep warm. We didn't have a blower with a a big old ghost out in the front yard yeah. blowing air into it.
1: Yeah. I mean, we pretty much lived in the living room during the hottest <laughs> part of the summer because it was the only room that would be cool enough to live in.
3: Those Everybody. the walls. Yeah. Them cold walls, well, man. yeah, Those were great.
1: Dude, it felt so good. I've never felt another wall. Like when you just lay down on the bed and the bed's up against the wall and you lay up against the wall and it'd be so cold. I've never felt that again in my life. Anyway, it's a fun feeling. Yeah, I digress.
3: Um, I also remember having a little costume uh, coveting of uh, of a kid that grew up at Poe Mill. It was one of those things where he his grandparents grew up at Poe Mill, but then his dad uh, went to college and, and moved away to Berea, mm-hmm. the beautiful Berea. Uh, but then his parents divorced, so they moved back to Poe Mill. And so this kid, uh, he's seen a different life, got a little money, and he's got the whole every other weekend thing, so he's getting a little bit of both sides. You yeah. know what
1: I'm saying? I, mean, I had a good friend that was like that. Yeah, He, had he was a
3: robot, uh-huh. and his dad made him this, what I looked back, or what I then thought was just the baddest, best uh, costume ever. And it was a, a refrigerator box, but a smaller mm-hmm. whatever box. Could have been a microwave box. Could have been, that, yeah. back then, sure. Yeah. and, uh, and then covered Giant 80s microwaves. Covered covered in aluminum foil with uh, some kind of uh, Christmas lights on there to make them blink. And yeah. I just remember thinking, God bless, that is, like, the coolest thing ever. And oh, that, yeah. And that's one of the first instances of, like, jealousy that I had of uh, of another kid mm-hmm. over uh, his Halloween costume.
1: Well, like, that's a cool costume you just described. But, yeah, it was, man, it's, <laughs> it's one of those things where it, it, those kids had it good, and I hope they realized it, I hope they appreciated it. Which kids? The, 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 oh, the, the kid? blinking light oh, stuff? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. that's that's. I mean, that's high-tech Halloween stuff back then. There's one of those on Bitmoji now. Your Bitmoji can wear a a, a robot box costume. Mm-mm.
3: You people actually change their, their Bitmoji to a Halloween costume?
1: Well, yeah. My, I'm a mermaid on Bitmoji right now. I'm a skeleton. Okay.
3: Yeah. I'm a bodysuit skeleton.
1: That got clamshells on my titties.
3: You know, somebody told me on uh, Twitter, one of them, that my Bitmoji's too skinny. That, but the the thing about it is the Bitmoji scale of a thing. You're either way too bigger than you are, or you're just not. There's no perfect in between.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: I mean, my titties are bigger than that, but you can't necessarily see it unless I'm like leaned over. That's
1: I why know. I put clamshells on them, make them look like I got some.
3: Yeah, you have clamshells on there. Yeah, on mm-hmm. my
1: Bitmoji. Oh, okay. Clamshells on my boobies.
3: Yeah. Well, what a what a long hard road it has been. I don't know. It's just. Man, the, 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 the big thing there is I, I say a thank you to to moms of the 80s and 90s for, for making those costumes. And some today who still do. And some today that still do. Some of y'all are very, very crafty. I oh, mean, I I've see seen you Pinterests. You repurpose like hell. Yeah. You really do. Um, but it's it's one of those things of looking back at old pictures, they say that every three years you look at photos and you're embarrassed by the three-year periods in between. You understand what back I'm saying? I sure as hell am. <laughs> and you you look at right like every now, three really. years. You go back and look at some of those costumes. In the moment, it was the best thing in the world, and now, uh-oh, it might have been in bad taste. Yeah. It might have been, you might have looked like a fool, or you might have looked like a future, future serial killer. Yeah. Sitting on the sidewalk, twiddling his thumbs as he dressed like a young Michael Myers. Man, when
1: we get done with this, I'm going to go home and watch horror movies all day.
3: Tell us, do that. This would be perfect. What's a good recommendation that most people could possibly find on a streaming platform? I know you love to sing the praises of HBO Max.
1: Yeah, their horror selections, uh, it's good, but it's, it isn't great. The best horror selection is uh, is AMC+. Plus. AMC+. And I'll tell you this, if you listen to this the, the, this week, at least, I know they're doing a free trial of the channel. Through, if you have Prime Video, the channels, you can get a free seven-day trial, AMC+. Plus. Loaded with horror movies. Really? Absolutely loaded with good ones.
3: What's one that, even if we've seen it before, we should go back and see? What's Man. a good, uh, maybe traditional, or one maybe you even think that needs to be recognized a little more? Because, again, this is your that's your spot. What kind of movie
1: you want? You want ghosts? You want demons? What do you want?
3: I like the deep psychological ones, where it's not like you see at the beginning, okay, this is a troubled person. They're going to end up slashing the entire town.
1: Okay. You know, one I really enjoyed is an older movie starring George C. Scott called *Changeling*. Chang- it came out in like 1981 or so. Um, it's it's a it's a ghost movie and it, it's pretty good. Changeling. Yeah, it's just really really well done movie. It's really good. And Patton's in it. Yeah. George C. Scott. Yeah, he's, wow. he's the main guy. Angus's grandpa. Yep.
3: Never realized
1: that. Yeah, but the man, there's so many. You ask me that again five minutes from now, I'll tell you a different one. I think if you. Uh, if you haven't seen Hereditary yet, you owe it to yourself I've to watch Hereditary, because that. that'll get you. Solid movie. Yeah. And, and in uh, three
3: years, you'll be embarrassed of this recommendation.
1: No, I will not. I will not, because <laughs> I'm going to recommend another one from about three years ago right now. What's that? Uh One of the ones on the AMC+, Plus. if you want to try the free trial, is uh, The Autopsy of Jane Doe, which Matt and I are both terrified by. Very much so.
3: Yeah. God, we didn't mention that on the morning show. That's another solid, like... Uh, just creepy yeah you feel like somebody's standing behind you even if you're sitting behind the wall or in front of one that's a movie that i'll
1: say this too if you want to watch a good a good scary movie i enjoyed that so much that i i got up to i was at home by myself watching that movie at night and when i got up to go to the bathroom i was all right when i opened the door into the dark hallway before i could turn the bathroom light off and walk back to my living room i called my german shepherd to come escort me I called her and she came down there. She had to escort me back to the couch because I was scared, man. And I was in my thirties.
3: Wow, <laughs> wow. You know what? That, that, that I'm going to go back and watch that one again. I'll find it. Jane, the autopsy, the autopsy of Jane Jane Doe.
1: No, I'm telling you, did, did that free trial AMC Plus for Halloween? It's loaded, and it's not an advertisement. It's not a commercial. It's just something I've been doing, and I really enjoy it.
3: Yeah. Um, they
1: got their Scream Fest, so all the you know how they show all the horror movies on AMC this time of year. Yes. They have all those and a bunch more on that, that app or Prime Video channel unedited, fully unedited. So okay. you, you watch the Jason movies, they're full of naked people.
3: Okay. And then uh, The Changeling with George C. Scott. Yeah. I'm going to watch that one. What's the good. C stand for? Is it what I'm assuming? It is. Commander. It is. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening. That's episode 12 of After Hours with the Rise Guys. I'm Matt Man. I'm nine. And uh, that was the Mill Hill Halloween Special. Man, we love Halloween. I love Halloween. It's my favorite. What are we
1: going to talk about next week? Halloween again. Probably so. It'll be after the election. We'll find something fun.
3: Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, once all that's over with and we're back to normal. (laughs) Like hell. Y'all have a, a, a safe time out there. Thank you for listening. Spread the word. And we'll see you next week on After Hours with the Rise Guy. All
1: right. Get out. Time to close
2: the doors on another episode of After Hours with the Rise Guys. Subscribe on radio.com. And wherever you get your favorite podcasts, pass it around to your family and friends and other people.
0: Thanks for listening. See you next time. Yeah.